You're listening to Irish Radio Canada's Home and Abroad. And Folk Alliance International this year has gone virtual, as have most festivals. Last year we were in New Orleans, the year before we were in Montreal. And we got to catch up with a lot of Irish and Canadian talent in the Celtic and Irish genre. And today we are talking with uh, Alana and Lee Klein, Toronto-based. And we've shared our uh, the music previously with you here on the station. And I'm delighted to catch up and find out a little bit more why and what brought Alana and Lee to Folk Alliance International, what the experience has been like so far, and what you hope to get out of it. Uh, Lee and Alana, thanks a million for coming along, and you're very welcome. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. So, uh, is, this is your first Folk Alliance, is it? No, it's no. not. Uh, no, we it's attended not. in the Montreal in uh, 2019. That was some event. Yes, event. it was. Okay. I'm, I'm actually... Uh, a folky from a long time ago. Okay. Um, uh, I was involved in the whole Toronto folk scene and the whole North American folk scene, and I used to be involved in running the Mariposa Folk Festival. So um, I've been attached to the whole folk community for a very long time. Right, right. Well, I would have to say I'm still recovering from Montreal. <laughs> it was great. It was really great. <laughs> it was. It was. And New Orleans was an experience as well. So... It, Having to go virtual, um, Lee, particularly you, having to go virtual, given the experience you had on the folk scene previously, uh, this must represent a whole different world and how you're interacting with the industry and with uh, the media. Well, my dad's actually a sound I'm a sound, I'm a sound engineer, well. okay. which, uh, which is which very helps. helpful. <laughs> right, right. So, but previously, would you have had, uh, when you were going attending previously, were you just able to go as an attendee, relax and enjoy it, or were you working? Well, I mean, this is a big change. Previously, we would go wherever, wherever we needed to go and play, because one of the things we like is working with an audience. Right. You know, the back and forth and the feeling and all the rest of that. And um, we, we have done a bunch of Zoom shows and WebEx shows um, where you can see the audience. So it's, it's at least not just the camera you're playing to, as opposed to YouTube Live, which is just you and the camera and you don't really know who's out there. Right. Or you can't, you can't see them. So... It's uh, a bit different. It takes some getting used to. Um, yep. um, the other thing uh, that's really odd is when, I mean, we play dance music. I mean, we play jigs, reels, that kind of stuff. So people are always clapping. Right. Well, that's a problem on Zoom because because of the delay. They're out of time. <laughs> but they're and muted. And, they're and not only that, I was talking to, um, I have to remember who, uh, a comedian. And I was putting it to the comedian. For a comedian, so much of what you do is dependent upon your audience. Like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, it was Gene Fitzpatrick, uh, Gene who uh, I met a number of years ago out in the cruises. And he's an after-dinner speaker and a, and a comedian. And again, you know, he needs his audience to respond with laughter and everything mm-hmm. else. And again, you need them to respond with the clap of the hands. So it's very much a challenge. Or on Zoom, you can see them. Right. Um, so you do get that feedback and that sort of, I can't hear them clapping because they're muted, but I can see them clapping. Right, right. So how have you found the experience, Lana, aside from that, but just the whole transition uh, from having being out there, being in the room where you actually and I, this, I, you, you get to smell the sweat 
whereas <laughs> right <laughs> it's been very different um i mean once we started doing the it was it was getting everything sort of set up with our sound and our um whole setup but once we got it all set up it's been really great doing it's not the same as live but it's been really great interacting with people online um through zoom shows and webex shows and we've done um also pre-recorded as well um so but one thing we really found is we got became a lot more active on our social media um because that was the way to connect with people we were always on social media but we were also performing live so we started to share a lot more videos a lot more content um interacting with people more um and also learning a lot of new material has been we had a lot of time to learn a lot of new material i mean, well, I mean we're luckier than a lot of bands because uh alana wasn't supposed to be living here <laughs> but i have <didn't> right <laughs> but she is now but uh, you know but um what it did is that because we're a duo we're together our whole band is together so we right. were able to do that with a, which a lot of bands are not able to do so uh we could just go straight into zoom and play without all you know trying to put together somebody from over here and somebody from over there which is really difficult and even with just practicing we're able to be in the same house all the time and practice which has made it a lot easier um and great also because we were able to play together the one thing of course at the moment is you're in a very busy space and by that i mean that everybody else has access to the same audience that you do at the same instant that you do in a, it, it so in a way being able to attract your audience and keep your audience over a period of time i guess is the social media challenge it, yes it is so you want to well, okay uh, um we are a little different in the fact that we don't just do Irish we do Irish Scottish and Cape Breton yeah uh so that makes it a little different there but the other thing is we do a lot of the really old stuff we do stuff in the 1700s and the 1800s and Elena researches them uh and we find the stories around the tunes the ghost stories the whatever who uh, wrote them who wrote, who wrote them. them and so it actually sets us in a slightly different niche right then just coming out and playing uh and the other thing is is we're instrumental so because we're instrumental we don't hit the same group as the pub crowd because that's not what they want and you know they want songs and that kind of thing we don't do that um so we have a different angle so um that has helped the other thing is is we do workshops like uh we'll do a workshop of all the different kinds of celtic music in canada and then talk about I- ireland and scotland as well and yeah. all of the different folk alliance what are you hoping to accomplish this year at folk alliance well i guess most of it is just connections i mean there's a lot of people i know because i've known them for a million years but then there's a lot of people that i don't know and um we ha- we have four showcases um uh we did it pre-recorded because we just found that the youtube live was really difficult and sometimes it worked and sometimes it didn't work and and you know and i'm seeing people out there saying help it's not working or it is working so we decided to do pre-recorded um and we set them all as premieres so that they're they, they, they're live not live they're pre-recorded but they show up as 
They stream. They stream. And I, I guess the good thing with that, because when I, when I sat in last night or I watched the uh, Culture Ireland Showcase, and I guess it allows you, while your showcase is underway, to actually engage with your audience. Yes. So exactly. Yeah. We were, we were actually talking about that last night. You're 100% right in the fact that because it's streaming and we're not playing, um, we can see the comments. And we can and, and answer, answer and, right away. And, and, of course, the audience fully appreciate the technology and recognize that the pragmatics of pre-recording and streaming, and at the same time being able to communicate, um, mm-hmm. is that we're all in this wonderful virtual world and adapting to it. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think the other thing with the virtual conference, I mean, not specifically about us, is that a lot of people were able to attend who wouldn't be able to attend um, because of distance, time, money, whatever. All right, so there's uh, apparently a whole Australian crew out there um, and uh, so and there's this great interaction with people from all over the world which also happened you know at the regular conference but um, this one's instantaneous you can find somebody fast <laughs> true and I must say I would have to think in terms of my experience in Montreal and New Orleans to line up interviews like I have done with you and others was actually a, a more of a challenge because yeah. we all were busy and there was so much of a buzz with people around about. So with the various time zones and being able to connect at different times and people can still get on and, and do their stuff, it has actually been easier to make the connections here. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're, we're finding that too. And it's really cool because we're able to connect with people no matter where they are right now. Right. Um, there isn't any sort of thing of, oh, someone's in another country. So we can't meet with them. It's the same no matter where they are right now. Lee and Alana, we're going to wrap up. We're going to wrap up and play a piece of your music, and you're going to tell me what we're going to play. And if there's a little story to it, Alana, you're going to tell me the story. So what are we going to share? Yeah. Miss Malls, which we actually learned for the 2019 Folk Alliance uh, okay. conference. Um, we were, we, the Library of Congress um, American Folklife Center uh, put out the archive challenge. Um, so we, we love going into archive. We love looking at old um, recordings, old books. So we did this. Um, we learned this set of tunes. Um, it's a set that was recorded in, I think, 1951. 1951 or something. Um, like that. By someone named R. McDonald. Um, we have not been able to find out who our McDonald was, um, but um, it's an incredible set of traditional Scottish tunes. It starts with one uh, called Miss Mall Strass Bay, um, then it goes into St. Kilda's Wedding, and then it's the Yetz of Muckart. Alana and Lee, thank you both very much for taking the time, and we're delighted to be able to share your um, experiences and also to be able to share your music. And if anyone wants to find you, your, your website is, and give us all the details where you are, Facebook, Twitter, and all the good handles. Okay, um, you can do a Google search for Alana and Lee Klein ampersand, or we're um, uh, alanaleeklein.com. Okay, <laughs> excellent. Well, thank you both indeed for taking the time. Thank you. It's been a real pleasure meeting and chatting with you.